Hello, my name's John Schaefer and welcome to The Wealth Show from CityWire. In this podcast, we look at whether there's a bubble emerging in the retail logistics sector as investors move away from offices in the high street. This next recording is taken from our recent property investment roundtable. Full coverage of the debate is available in our latest magazine. Speakers in this section include Alex Moore from Rathbones, Ollie Creasy from Quilt Achieviet, and Ben Conway from Hawksmoor Investment Management. Obviously, we've seen a rise in online shopping, and I think most of you have mentioned the idea of retail logistics as a you know great place to invest. Um, but is there a bit of a bubble there? I wouldn't say there's a bubble because actually, fundamentally, um, supply is not enough to meet up to catch up with demand. Um, there's been a huge amount of third-party logistics and online retail who are who are snapping up these. You know, snapping up floor space, um, and then from an investment perspective, a lot of it is coming from from sort of institutional investors and private equity. It's difficult to call if it's a bubble because actually, when you look at look at sort of where you know the demand supply dynamics, there does seem to be this 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 imbalance. So, at the moment, we we can comment on the fact that there is this is the ferociously popular area of the market. This is the area with rental growth. This is the area of capital growth. Um, so at the moment, it feels like it doesn't feel like it's a bubble, um, not yet. Anyway, um, it's hard to call though. Well, at the moment, from what, from our perspective, we can't see um, we can't see it being a bubble. If there's any sort of hint, maybe that um, it may have got ahead of itself, is that speculative development is on the up. But as I said, given there's there's such a huge appetite for these sites um there's a there's a sense that these are going to be taken up fairly quickly though I, I just again would gently challenge alex because um i, I don't know I, I agree it's probably not a bubble but you know yes we all know the the fundamentals are fantastic but it comes down to valuation and where's the margin of safety and i start to worry that the margin of safety is disappearing very quickly particularly from big box so um when you look at um, you know absolute valuations i'm talking about absolute valuations when you're seeing um very large big boxes uh, transact sub four percent yields then you just got to start questioning you know is it worth investing in this as an asset class anymore because um you know, you're gonna have to pay charges you're gonna have to um you know worry about inflation keeping pace with rents etc and i think when you're starting to get sub four the absolute case starts to be really challenged it maybe looks fine for you know if you're if you've got a very um, large warehouse that you're letting to Amazon and you know and, and you're and they're paying you rent that's equivalent to you know a three-ish four percent yield and well obviously that's way better than you can get on Amazon credit um, and it's it, it's probably cheaper than Amazon shares and an earnings yield basis but this is these are relative arguments and I really dislike relative arguments because what investors really care about is absolute valuations and, and getting real return on their um, on their investment. No, I, I actually agree. Totally agree on that one. And this is coming back to the point I made earlier about having to just be very careful when you're breaking, when you're looking at property. We've talked about looking at sub-asset classes, but even within that, you know, even within logistics, you do need to look at the big box versus the urban logistics and the last mile sites. And you know, when you look at last mile, you, you see you know, a lot of competing land use in urban areas, whether it's residential, social housing, um, self-storage, you know, there's a, there's a huge amount of competition for sites. Um, but no, I think, I think at an absolute level, we have seen the big box 
the big box assets um, are, you know, they are a lot of them. I've seen some uh, deals go by sub 3% and you kind of scratch your head wondering, well, why? <laughs> you know, they're, they're the tenants here, and I know you could talk about strong covenants like Amazon, but, you know, you could... You know, there's still some cyclicality in there. Um, just because you hold a big box site and just be, or, or an urban logistics, again, it comes back to comments we made previously. Look at your tenants. You could have tenants that are geared towards um, bricks and mortar retail, or perhaps even geared towards some sectors that have been really challenged in the last eighteen months, like uh, like automotive sector or maybe even uh, the airline industry. So yeah, stock selection again, you've got to be extra careful here. But yes, again. Do need to look within the sub asset class. You have to look at the sub asset classes within the sub asset classes. One thing I would, I, I think you're right to ask the question about it being a bubble. Uh, when you look at the the trajectory of, of valuations over the last five, ten years or so, um, I, I think the answer is is no. Um, but I think you also need to be mindful of what could change to cause the correction in the market. I, you know, we, we've talked about the speculative element and the supply-demand balance. Actually, I think keep it, looking at the market within its uh, within sort of narrow confines, I think it, it the balance is still very favourable and, and I have no concerns. Um, I think you need to keep a closer eye on, on the things that are recurring in the car park and beyond of these buildings, not what's going on within. Um, you know, if if minimum wage rules were to change dramatically and and the cost of of, of having a driver or, or or indeed, you know, someone said let's let's uh, put a massive tax on petrol vehicles or diesel vehicles or um, you know the the cost of a Tesco delivery goes from three pounds to to fifteen pounds, which is probably what it <laughs> what it really should be. Um, these are the sort of things that will make people go, "Oh, hang on a second, maybe maybe the entire future of of retail isn't in cardboard boxes." Um, and, and and people like myself who basically have not stepped foot in a supermarket or, or or most shops for for a while now might say, "Well, you know what? I'm not paying that for the privilege of having it brought to my door. I'll just step out and do it myself." Those are the things that I'm giving my eye on.